On today's episode of the JRW Audio Experience, I give a brief summary of mankind in five minutes. Enjoy. So humans are myth makers. One, there's 10 keynotes here. I'm going to start with myth makers. Humans are myth makers. The number one thing that sets us apart as a species from the rest of the species in the world and makes us one of the most dominant species of all time is our ability to create and share myths. We use our imagination as well as tools of communication and language to create and communicate new worlds or alternative worlds or possibilities or worlds that we can create or the worlds of the future and what they might look like. Using shared myths allows us to like cooperate and align and organize in organizations, groups, and communities to come together and work at in, in large numbers at scale. And that's very difficult for a lot of other species to try and work together cooperatively in large numbers like we do. And myths are the glue of our society. Individual memory, ma- as individuals, we are memory makers, but as a species level and on a cooperative larger level, we are myth makers. Number two, intersubjectivity rules. Human insight is not an objective fact nor a subjective impression. It lies in the intersubjective myths of our shared subjectivities and our powerful intersubjective myths, such as our laws, our gods, money, economics, morals, patriarchy. Nations that exist in our intersubjective reality are really, really essential. Because understanding humans isn't really about their differences. It's about understanding the intersubjective myths that we all share. Then once you understand that, it's fiction. It's not facts that explain humans. The myths that we share and the myths sapiens share define who we are and what we do. Using money as the primary example, money is worthless without the belief in it and the power of believing in it. But if you think about money, the majority of us and the power it has over us and what we do and why we do it, it's profound. Shared fictions are running our lives and the narratives that are behind them, and we don't even want to acknowledge it. Brands are also powerful intersubjective myths. Just think about a lot of the brands in the world currently today. Do they even exist in the natural world? No, they only exist in our intersubjective imagination, which has the power to move us to produce and consume. So if you think about it, anyone that consumes or produces something, it comes back to this. It comes back to the intersubjective myth of the brand and how that brand is using um, storytelling and imagination to communicate and share uh, intersubjective myth of what they're doing, why they're doing it, why you should consume or produce whatever it is they're trying to motivate you to take in or spend your money on or give your money to or give your time or energy to and etc. or produce for. So intersubjectivity is directly correlated to all brands. All brands are intersubjective myths when you understand that. Also, next, change the myth, change the world. Myths that bind us together and break us apart is the glue that holds humans and cultures together. Break the myth and you break the cycle, changing and impacting massive, rapid social change. This is exactly what we aim to do at Weirman Media with the written word, photo, and video. And also, biology enables, culture forbids. Sapiens can do a ton naturally. We are one of the most strong, capable, dominant species of all time, but... The culture and the biology butt heads and the culture prescribes certain behaviors as right and wrong or acceptable and unacceptable. And then we live our life to those 
prescribed behaviors and certain actions and way of living, and we dedicate our whole life to living within those behaviors and that lifestyle. An example is the nine-to-five job, college, the home, all the narratives America and the world sells us on and how we are supposed to live based on that is an example of a prescribed behavior they sell us on. And they try to feed us the belief that we're not capable or not strong enough, but really we have the tools to do whatever it is we dream of or want to do or desire to do, but they withhold us from doing that. And then quickly, the law of the few, history is made by the few, understanding that the agricultural revolution is an example and understanding food production increased so much, but monotonous labor kept the majority of us busy from pursuing our dreams and aspirations is a great example. Technology advancements have done the same. They don't reward us for the production. Monotonous labor is the enemy of all happiness and success. And working a day job just to sustain keeps us from pursuing our dreams and aspirations and growing as a species. Happiness comes down to the objective conditions and subjective expectations. Because yesterday's luxuries are today's necessities. And the media and the narrative they sell us depletes our courage, happiness, and contentment by raising our expectations and standards beyond reason. So happiness becomes unattainable as well as contentment and so forth. So all truth is fictional and happiness is a fictional state of living and being that we can choose to have. But we must first learn to control our expectations and understand that we can choose happiness by minimizing our expectations and lowering our standards of living and being more minimalistic and understanding the luxuries of life that we have today and how lucky we are. Finally, humans, our future is is beyond what we can ever imagine. It's becoming transhuman and we become homo deus. We become human gods. We merge with technology and artificial intelligence and we create a new species, a transhuman homo deus. So that is my brief summary of mankind, and I went over slightly, but that is my brief summary of mankind. Thanks for tuning in. Your attention is our oxygen. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, and download for a better chance at being the next loyal brand follower mentioned at the end of our next show. Shout out to at More Love Nation and Bashing Creations for your amazing work. Thanks. Abundance is upon us. We must realize it by communicating our future. One of security, reason, accountability, human rights, justice, opportunity, innovation, and inclusiveness. We just simply must leverage the tools of today and technology that's at our disposal to communicate a transparent, authentic, vulnerable truth of self and the society we live in, in which removal of insecurity, inequality, artificial scarcity, manipulation, and control is possible by overcoming the powerful, connected, educated politicians, the media mongols, back-and-forth economists, money-hungry monopolies, and coercive companies, to then overcome them selling us a society built on scarcity, conflict, division, disconnect, complexity, ego, and speed. But we see it through the removal of ego, no longer living in our intersubjective biases or our intersubjective delusions of the data, but rather leveraging the truthful insight of the self and society to share our perspective and awareness in authentic, transparent, vulnerable fashion, showing acceptance of our flaws, ambiguities, and inexactness, then using them as our most powerful, relevant tool to impact, influence, align, and dream. Motivating 
others to aspire to succeed at scale by sharing empathetic humanistic experiences of value with the rest of the world in a creative, culturally relevant fashion, advocating, educating, and empowering others to do the same.